0: We've got about 10 seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you, thanks to our friends of the TV Channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. This
1: is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, um, and I'm with Emily and Gareth. Hi, Hi. Frank. It's a, it's a cold Saturday morning.
2: But, it's absolutely uh, freezing. It's absolutely know, freezing. I'm,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. Good. And uh, there'll be people listening to this in you know, the Bahamas, thinking, "ha. But uh, if that's all you've got to think in the Bahamas.
2: No Some of my does. ex-boyfriends, probably.
1: Yeah. Mm. What? From the Bahamas. <laughs> They're Bartians. <laughs> is that the Bahamas, or is that Barbados? I don't know. Barbados? our, our um, expert tells me. What, what are Baham- <laughs> what are they called? Baham- Bahami. Absol- Bahami <laughs> Army.
2: They're called Baha men,
0: <laughs>
1: Are they? Bahamans. Yeah, I bet they could be. Yeah. Why not? not? Is there military force known as the Bahami Army? You, you, you wouldn't <laughs> let that pass, would you? If you want to text us about anything, why would you? you, you you're thinking, but some of you will, because we have you no know, correspondence of a regular kind. You can text us on 81215. Mm. Simple as that. And our guest today is Rob Deering, my dear friend. Rob Deering. And um, I'll tell you one very marvellous thing about Rob Deering, shall I? (laughs) He instigated this the first time he was on. This is why I played Deer Hunter. It's become something of a a (laughs) leitmotif, as (laughs) Wagner would say. Not that one!
2: Not that one! The
1: old one! Um, I know he's quite old, but I mean the German um, fascist.
2: Yeah, the really old one. The dead old one. Yeah,
3: the one who wasn't uh, fiddling Benefit. No. so um Hi.
2: allegedly
3: we don't know that wagner didn't fiddle benefits i don't know <laughs> about, did they have benefits then i
2: think,
3: so. I think people just died
1: if they uh, you just you went
2: know. to the workhouse and that was it is that
1: right because mm. there'll be people at home now saying yeah them was a the good old days <laughs> but um that'll just be in my house <laughs> so we all we had a bit of a works out in this week i think it's fair to say
2: oh i loved it we
1: went to the union chapel in um in the north of london to see um e john mm. as i always eltonia elton yeah um i elton always john. Think, i always think he must get letters to mr e john mm. i don't know why but I, I i like that idea
2: maybe they're just dear john yeah, dear John, letters yeah. he gets. That's no, what he it's gets. It's a
1: bit formal, isn't it? Perhaps from someone who was <laughs> at, in the year above him at the school. Because <laughs> he wasn't called that then. He was called Reg Dwight. That's his real yeah. name. Yes. So um,
0: was I always think that about, I
1: always thought about Candle in the Wind. If Marilyn Monroe had been alive, wouldn't she have thought, why do you have to use my old name, use my proper name? If I wrote a tribute to him saying, oh, Reg Dwight... <laughs> You may lack things in height, but not in talent. <laughs> if, you know, he'd say, well, I use that name. The bit I don't I made, think that's the problem they'd have with that. <laughs> is really. The worst, I think, I, I mean, he's, he was brilliant. She, we should establish. He was, he was amazing. So good. He was amazing. It was just him and a piano. And uh, no band or anything.
2: What I like, Frank, is that you and I were so shocked at how he could sing so well. We both went, his voice is great. And he plays <laughs> the piano
1: really well. It yeah. took me 40 years to work out that Elton John can sing and play the piano. Could you believe that? And I'll tell you something else. You know, he's 60 odd. Good head of hair. <laughs> L-
0: lustrous. I mean, lustrous.
1: He's got that. <laughs> he's yeah. got good hair. But I was on a bit um, with uh, Really? Uh, bushy in parts?
2: Thank. Um, so, um. He had a lot of clothes on as well. He had two coats on. <laughs> One was a cassock, I thought. I thought it was in a church. A
1: cassock and a frock coat. It was in a church. Um, the Union Chapel is, uh, is a fabulous uh, venue, I must say. I saw, um, Shawadi Wadi there in
2: '74. Are you did, I down? must say, they
1: ripped the place <laughs> up with their uh, fluorescent <laughs> draped jackets. I've never seen anything like it. The Guardian. And um, he was, um, he, no, he, he, was, he did have two coats on. I think he mm. thought it would be a bit cold in, in a church.
3: Oh, and, he was wrong. Uh, oh, he can
1: afford it. He can afford two coats. He can afford two <laughs> coats. I'm sure he's got loads of coats, but he can leave some at home. He doesn't <laughs> have to wear them all. What's he worried about? No, you want to show
3: it off? Yeah.
1: You've got it. He sort of put a coat on and I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll put another coat on.
2: <laughs> to hell with it. <laughs> there were loads like of it. absolute p- friends there. The OC was there.
1: Yeah, the OC, Christian O'Carly. I got
2: friends with his wife. She's my new friend. Is that right? Yeah, I loved her. She's she said- making
1: a special announcement Monday morning. Ah. The OC, according to my uh, the things I have to read out before the news, I say have to. I don't need to think I'm under any sort of duress?
2: <laughs> she not. She guessed my age and said I was eight years younger than I am. But she then did ask me if I'd had work done, which <laughs> took away from the compliment slightly. Oh,
1: really? Mm. Yeah, but she seemed very nice.
2: Yeah, I liked her.
1: Um... Yes, that's good. Yeah, I thought the. Is am I not right that Elton John has, has, has just he just stumbled once, I think, in his career, and that was that one line in Candle in the Wind when he says Marilyn was found in the nude. I don't like that. No, just but... something in the nude. No.
2: Oh, why have uh, you come I... over all puritanical? No, I don't.
1: I, I don't mind the the, the subject matter. It oh. just It doesn't. It's not a good ending. In the nude. <laughs> no. I let to rethink that. That's Bernie Taupin, anyway. He writes the lyrics. Yeah, but Elton should have said, "Bernie, you know I love ya You know, you know I love ya But I um, don't like say nicer
3: in the nutty. I don't like. Yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> starkers
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was found.
3: starkers <laughs>
2: yeah, was Frank, there were quite a few interlopers, though. I mean, Ian Wright. Well, those the enough. things with the horns. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank, we've had some texting on 812.15. I was
1: starting to think uh, there was no one out there.
2: Re, what do you call someone who is from um, Barbados? Is it Um, not a Bartian? Well, we've had 138. My favourite Bartian.
1: It's a a, a sitcom I wrote (laughs)
3: about my friend from Barbados. 138
2: says people from Barbados are called Bajans. Oh,
3: Bajans. Um, okay. There's some disagreement about it, though. People from Bahamas are called Bahamians. I'm a Bahamian.
1: Oh, did he write Bahamian rhapsody? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, three, eight. <laughs> Isn't that what um, old-age pensioners call their trousers? Bajans. <laughs> <laughs> they usually are Bajans, I, uh, from what I've seen, from my evidence. Oh, OK, so we... So it's all, all still up for grabs. all still up for grabs. Yeah, um, and... Um, uh, Bayesians and Bahamians. Bayesians
2: are winning. Bahamians have still got everything to play for. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, and... Frank, can we discuss these interlopers, please, at, at E. John? Oh,
1: yeah, the interlopers.
2: Well, fair enough our lot. Fair enough, the O.C. Well, it was an
1: absolute event, we should point out. It was heavily. Yeah. Can you smell paint? Yeah, Yeah, so I'm I'm doing
3: a little bit of painting over here. Oh, are you? Yeah, a little bit of painting. Well, I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) What are you doing? Well, this cabinet will never be finished if
1: I don't get it painted. Well, you're painting the cabinet. Surely it requires some sort of varnish. (laughs) No, I think I had my my bathroom done this week. and it's it's You know, it lingers. i could smell it at home, and now I feel I've brought 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 it 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 in my Mm, nostril. I'm calling it the Elton John bathroom. (laughs) Are you wearing two jackets, Frank?
2: Oh, he's got an Eltonian. It's a tracksuit
1: top and a jacket. I wouldn't mm. normally wear it to work, but it's so cold in here. I've Just had to cool crack
2: up. out the chunky knit. Um, yeah. So... yeah,
1: I wish you wouldn't call Gareth that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I call it the Elton John bathroom because two coats. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Um, There'll be people I'm thinking, "Why does he cut the?" I don't, I don't want them all sending me no. texts about that. They can't even decide on the Bahamas. Mm. So imagine the consternation! Of, yeah, the interlopers. Who are you well, referring okay, to? Well, okay,
2: so Ian Wright, absolutely fair enough.
1: Ian Wright, right, right.
2: He does the show on Absolute Radio, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. fine, I'll let doesn't him. Doesn't he? <laughs> so Can you no, suggesting that you
1: <laughs> listen to other things? Than, no, other but than I I'm, do
2: listen to the OC. I love him. But, so I'm happy with those those few mm. b- band of brothers. What I did have an objection to is Richard Curtis in row one. Who yes. rattled his cage? He's, he writes rom-coms. Why is he at the Absolute <laughs> Radio in the Prime's spot? Well, perhaps he's and we're a personal, back in row four. Perhaps he's a
1: personal friend. Because there was a moment <laughs> when Elton said, if any of my friends are here, they can come backstage and see me after. I'm not going anywhere, he said. Yeah,
2: and he mentioned Andy Roddick, the tennis player, who you hadn't heard of. Well, I thought he was <laughs> a
1: body shop person. <laughs> No, I don't tennis. You know what I mean. It's not. It's not for the likes of me. What is aimed for the likes of me, Mister Holmes? <laughs> um, yes. I tell you one thing I noticed on the night. No- oh, sorry, do you, do you have another list of interlopers? No. said? just those two. I
2: just think Richard Curtis I objected to. Yeah. And I think that was really it. James Corden was there. I let him off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Has he done anything for Absolute Radio? What has he done for us lately? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Matt Lucas was there. Honestly, when I stood next to him, people thought we were twins. <laughs> 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 it's true. I'll tell you something I noticed on the night. It was a very branded... um Branded, Mark, <laughs> what do you do when you're branded? And then all you man. whatever you do for the rest of your life... Um, that's one for the Chuck Connors fans. Uh, yeah, it was very branded, very absolute branded. So there was mm. two big banners with the Absolute crest on, and then you know the purple crest, and then um, and then there was two big screens behind E. John with mm. um, with the Absolute crest mm. on as well. And it's the first time it struck me, I, and it, the, I've worked here now eighteen months, that the symbol for Absolute Radio is the fast forward. Simple.
2: Oh, yeah. Now, is that
1: what you want to associate <laughs> with your... Oh, it's absolute radio. <laughs> get that to the end, fast <laughs> as we can. It's an odd choice, isn't yeah. it?
2: Yeah, what about Probably that? Yeah,
1: <laughs> put that in your pipe and smoke at the marketing uh, team.
2: I tell you I thought it was very good looking... Um, the boss. Elton John? No, Clive Dickens the boss. Did you? I'm just well, you that, would say right. that You would say that? No, he's very that. handsome. He's got it going on. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> going to put it out there. Really? Mm.
1: I don't think I don't think you should say that about the boss for goodness. It's
2: else. too late. I've said it.
1: Yeah, I knelt and kissed his hand. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm I'm happy with that. Little bit tasted
3: like marshmallow. <laughs> I went off him when he tried to throw me out. Yeah. yeah. That, that, funny right. enough, that was what won me over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh.
3: You're it's right? chilly in the studio, isn't yes, it? Yes, we've established it's really that. It's chilly. Yeah. Um we've had a text from Shane in Bristol. He says What an eight
1: twelve fifteen? Did he text us on eight twelve
3: fifteen? Eight one two one five. Oh no, don't don't throw a spanner <laughs> in no Oh works. that's
2: really confused oh, me now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um, Frank, how the hell can you pavement race in frosted conditions, Shane in Bristol? It's it's dangerous, mm. and we should all. Can I just say that to Alice?
1: I mean, I know I've encouraged pavement racing, but well, it's actually it used. To, I've always called it pedestrian racing, but it seems that the listeners have decided it's <laughs> pavement racing, whether I like it or not. So I think I'm going to change <laughs> to suit them. That is racing. what democracy is all well, about. Well,
2: You say that, but we've had an email in from Kevin Bellamy, and he says subject pedestrian racing uh,
1: well now we're back on course well
2: exactly quite literally as it turns out in this case do you want to hear of course settle I'm, down in yes. your chairs it is one of, of my tale. great
1: passions in case you don't know uh, new listeners start here uh, if i see someone in the st- i walk very very quickly so i make a big point of overtaking people and sometimes they don't want to be overtaken and we have a bit of a tussle but i always win
2: <laughs> continue <laughs> Hi Frank, Gareth, and Emily. After listening to your show, I felt inspired to try some pedestrian racing. After watching Derby beat Scunthorpe at Pride Park, I waited <laughs> for the crowd to thin, and then off I went. I was flying past uh, pedestrians. Wouldn't have
1: very long, though. <laughs>
2: <they>? <laughs> I was flying past pedestrians when an older chap suddenly took up the challenge. The race was on. An older chap. At one point, we were almost touching as we raced down the pavement. That's great
1: when you get a bit of elbow. <laughs> elbow shot in action.
2: He was really motoring when I slipped on some wet leaves, allowing him to take the lead. I didn't think I'd catch him, so I had to take a position just behind him, trying to take advantage by slipstreaming.
1: <laughs> it's like, is this Victoria Pendleton?
2: <laughs> just as I was thinking I'd never overtake him, I glanced ahead and made my move. I drew alongside him and used a slow-moving older couple to block him between the fence. Oh, God, he's got the tactics early. <laughs> wow. Allowing me to zoom on by. With a big grin on my face, I sped onwards, taking a quick glance back to see that he'd given up. I'm going into full training and would love to take you on to try my hand against a true master, Kevin.
1: The thing is, Kevin, what the, the, the whole thing about pedestrian racing is that you can't organise it. It has to be spontaneous, and it's very important that only one person is fully aware that it's happening. It's very otherwise; it's it's a walking race if you if you organise it. So the the great thing is that the solo joy of the person that you're overtaking, who doesn't know they're in a race, they start to respond instinctively by speeding up. And they then, discover too late. Yeah, they do, yeah. Mm. then they're, they're left in your, uh, your vapour trail. I like the fact that he's already doing the uh, the human shield tactic <laughs> of walking them into people. <laughs> <laughs> I use that with um, with the big issue. If I see a big issue seller yeah. and there's someone Time. else walking up the street, I'll just sit on their shoulders so that I'm blocked as I go. Oh, and oh. also I've noticed, I don't know if this is uh, morally acceptable, but when I cross, I'm sure it's not. When I cross the road... I'll always go the sort of safe side of other pedestrians, thinking that if a car careers into us, you know, I might get slightly bruised, but I'd, I doubt if I'd be killed if it's taking out three people on the way. Oh, God. That's all right. That's practical, I think. Oh, yes. So, anyway, um, what's we got? Oh, God, is it, have we got a plan of the record already? Well, we haven't set up the phone in yet, for goodness sake. You're coming here in your fur ogs telling me what to do. producer's not just wearing ogs. Mm. Right. She's wearing buckled Uggs.
2: <laughs> buckled Uggs, a buckled belt, and a Captain Pugwash scarf. <laughs> she's very,
1: she's very, uh, you know, she used to work at Kerrang, I'll be she's honest. She's very ship's mate we, today. We don't, I wonder what you're going to say about Put me on edge.
0: This, this is old Frank Skinner. This. Absolute. Radio.
1: We're actually getting texts now referring to Emma, the producer.
2: Yeah, do you want to hear this one? Um... It's from Claire in Reigate. Maybe someone needs to tell the producer that Uggs went out last winter.
1: And they still haven't come back. I'm worried sick.
2: At Milan <laughs> Fashion Week, a top designer said there's someone wearing Uggs in the front row. Move her now. It's not 2008. Really? Yeah. Is
1: that, is that still from Claire?
2: <laughs> yeah. Is,
1: is Claire backing it off yeah. with evidence? Claire's oh, got
2: evidence.
1: Good old Claire. I like the fact that she's uh, quoting.
2: Claire, don't be harsh, although I think we might get on. We'll talk. <laughs>
1: I like an og, but I like mm. an og with a bare leg, you see, which is not an option this weather. Oh, God. I think you'd agree with that.
2: You're not oh, going to get that anymore. Se- it
1: was very sexy. When my girlfriend broke her toe, they gave her one of those uh, grey plastic <laughs> oh, oh, boots God. that you have to pom up at. Um, th- it was so sexy. Not
2: <laughs> sexy.
1: No, really, it did look great. <laughs> and we're all different. So, um, <laughs> speaking of illness, did you see um, Gillian McKeith faint? Oh, I loved it. On um, on the Jungle yeah. programme.
3: What did you think? Real or...? I don't know. I only caught it... Um, real before, or no real, I was going to say. Real or no real. I think it's generally accepted to be unreal. Mock faint. Mock faint. Yeah.
1: I'm, I have to say, I have never fainted in my life, right? Consequently, I don't know that I believe in fainting anyway. <laughs>
2: Not believe in it. I don't.
1: I'm not sure it's ever there's ever been a real faint.
2: Oh, well, I fainted.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I can imagine you. You know, a difficult situation. Someone <laughs> says you never return my phone calls. Oh, oh, it'd be classic.
2: I I've used to faint all the time. Well, you don't, can't I help don't think it. You can
1: faint. All, that's a coma, surely. No,
2: I did. I had low blood sugar, so it would happen. I fainted. Fainted on the tube. I fainted in a bar. I fainted in front of Evan Dando at Lemonhead's gig. I'm not joking. (laughs) I've been carried out a lot. Yes.
1: Well, I've been carried out a lot, (laughs) so I've never fainted in my life. (laughs) Oh, well, what caused blood sugar, didn't you? Have a lucaside. What's the matter with you?
2: You don't understand it's a medical thing, but I do think she's a terrible faker. I think she's a terrible fake. I cat. think she's a
1: terrible fakir. <laughs> I went to her for some um, Eastern religious advice, and it was rubbish. She was sitting on a bed of nails, and even that had got corks on the end. Well, it is Australia, to be fair. <laughs> so, um, when the mock faint... Now, I've often thought it would be a great thing to have up your sleeve. A couple of occasions I've actually considered it is just people have said, um, give us your phone number, and I'll... Uh, and I think, oh, the, the mock faint? Shall I do the mock faint? <laughs> I, I haven't done it yet. I'd like I'd like to I'd like to feel I have the I always worry that if you use illness as an excuse for anything, like you mm. know, a mock faint or like for my girlfriend tells a <clears throat> tells a story. That this bloke was uh, she went out on a, a sort of a semi date. They were on the boss. Is that kind before of before she
2: met you, we should say.
1: Well I sort of in the in between,
2: oh, don't give us the innards. Yeah, yeah we've
1: had, you know, we've had. Uh, yeah, anyway, she was on, on the bus with this guy, and I think she, I don't think she mind me telling this story. I'm just going to have a look at my phone in case she's texted just from the setup. No, it's all right. And she um, decided she didn't want to go on the date after all. And she said to him, "Sorry, my livers just failed," <laughs> uh, and got off the bus. <laughs> And the next day, he emailed her and said, Oh, God, how are you? And she said, Well, I'm fine, having forgotten what the excuse... But, I mean, I always think if you say that, mm. some terrible revenge will come back. And well, you,
2: in fairness, like, you could have said that once, and it would have been true, Frank, back in the day, back well, in your it, bad days. Yeah, well, it,
1: it never failed. It was sturdy. <laughs> it was sturdy. It was almost made of stone. But um, I tell you, what, I, uh, I remember reading... I think it was in a poem, um, a, a poem about excuses... Um, and there's one I always use. If you, if you're going if you can't make anything, you know, you're gonna be can't turn up. I uh, it says uh, I can't make it. I'm anticipating the delivery of a plum tree, <laughs> and I've used that. And people don't uh, question it. Uh. <laughs> I like Gareth. We had a meeting right this week, and Gareth <laughs> turned up late. And we said, "What happened?" And he said, five uh, minutes late." Like, I just have no five ten. minutes late. Ten. Minutes, five, like, five. Ten. Five. Uh, ten. And uh, Garrett said, oh, sorry, I was um, in a cafe around the corner having a coffee on my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
3: Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Is everything all right now? <laughs> I was once at university. Um, I was at um, a mate's house, and there was someone coming round who I didn't particularly want to see. I didn't particularly like them. And
2: you said, I've been in a cafe having a coffee.
3: <laughs> Thanks. No, no I, in the room, they had um, they had a cupboard... Mm. And I, as I heard them ring the doorbell, I got into the cupboard. OK. But then they just all came and sat down in the room. Oh, so I was just in the cupboard. <laughs> How you, long were you in are there you for? Well, are only... you Mr Timms? <laughs> 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 um, no, only a couple of minutes. And then I realised I, pro- I should probably just get out of the cupboard. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think to... that was a rash decision. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: you could have given it an hour. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, that's, um... I'm loving it. So, uh... (laughs)
3: Another little story from Gareth's life. (laughs) Fabulous. Anyway, if, um... This was the soundtrack when I was in the cafe. That's why I got carried away. I didn't understand that.
1: Um, So if anyone of our our fabulous listeners have ever... um, Hold anything really um, come up with a bad excuse, extreme excuse, or an odd excuse for not turning up for something. Do let us know because without you our lives are empty. Well they're not actually empty, but they're they're you know, they're low. They're near low. Mm. You know that bit of electric kettle where you think I'd just about to get a cop out of this before it starts going oh, and you think oh, I've got to ruin the element. That that that's that's it.
2: Frank on radio.
1: Frank Skinner, on absolute radio.
2: Absolute. Radio.
1: Oh, all right. That's a uh, razor light, America.
2: Hmm. We've had some text. Not a bad range. idea, a
1: razor light. Actually, it means you could like if you just had one on the razor, mm-hmm. like a small headlight. Means yes. you could shave in the you wouldn't be shaving in the dark. But you wouldn't need to put uh you know the room light yeah, on.
3: It's very good. You still need a mirror.
1: Well, maybe you could have a mirror on there as well. <laughs>
2: Frank yeah. once you start
1: once you start with your razor based accessories
2: <laughs> where do you stop there's some news in the <laughs> receptionist man is calling up about the heating I just thought I'd let you oh, know oh is he mm.
3: oh good he's on it Well, he's if he's on the case we've got
2: nothing to fear
1: <laughs> yes that's good news <laughs> um, so um, well I look forward to that being put right about 7 o'clock tonight <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I shall be out of here what else we have
3: any text do we say yes yes Good news. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some excuses. Um, Gordon and Kirkoldy, Um once worked with a lady. Kakodi, C- 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 is it? Kakodi, Gordon
2: and Kakodi. is it Kirk- it? C- No,
1: Kakodi. C- it's oh, pronounced. It? Is it? And isn't Gordon C- Brown C- from Kakodi? C- <laughs> oh. Is it him? Maybe. Oh, okay. What's the excuse? I'm looking forward <laughs> to. Is it was a Tony Blair left it too late for me.
3: Once worked with a lady that said her father had passed away, only for him to actually die about six weeks later. Oh, that's a bit like. Oh, so she used it as an excuse for some reason. Oh, that's
2: not good. Yes, she
1: didn't just say it. But see, that is a thing though that I said. It's it's, it's Mm -hmm. about my if you use illness as an excuse, it'll come back to bite you on the.
2: Although I once called into the gap when I had a summer job there, and I didn't want to go in, and I said I had appendicitis. And I said I'd have my appendix out. So right. when I did have to go back after a week, had a lovely week off. Mm. And they went, this girl went, Oh, are you all right? I said, Yeah, I'm okay. I'm a bit better now. And then I clutched my left side. And she said, Emily, your appendix is on your right side. Who's <gasps> <laughs> <Is gasps> oh, she, a doctor? I said, It's general pain everywhere.
1: <laughs> well, you should have said, obviously, that side isn't hurting. I've <laughs> had my appendix removed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stupid.
2: I'm not as quick as you. Yeah. Um, do, no there's a text you. in from Steve. Hi, Frank. I once managed a well-known supermarket and the sister of one of our more enthusiastic Saturday workers was due to start a job. We expected great things. When she hadn't shown up after two hours after her due time, I rang her to find out what was wrong. She said, I couldn't make it as I'm a bit tired. <laughs> I told her not to bother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, that's a, a strict policy. It doesn't bother <laughs> them in most of the major supermarkets. Well, I, yeah, I, I suppose the honesty is, uh, is something. I like that he expected great things from her. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what she was going to do. <laughs> Perhaps those, you know, those really pyramidic yeah. piles of cans. Fabulous. Um, Rob Deering is our guest this morning.
3: <laughs>
1: it's worth getting him in just to be able to do this, isn't it? <laughs> Me and him will be playing um, Russian roulette a little later <laughs> on here. On um, on the award winning Absolute Radio, I'm saying on the award winning <laughs> yeah. Absolute Radio. Oh, Let me hear you say.
2: Oh. We won awards, didn't we?
1: We did. What a week it's been. We had uh, we had Elton John for a start off. Oh, here he comes! <laughs> here he comes! Imagine him on a small um, piano type train now going through the studio. Morning, Elton. Scott, has <laughs> got one of those scarves that stick out. Wired <laughs> scarves that stick out. There he goes. <laughs> Just like a little Yo- little Yoda. Yeah, it's careful. I be oh. careful. I spent the whole night... You know, I've spent... I don't send this in because it's easy to Google. But, um, you know that... Rocket Man! And I've always thought, what is that? Right? So, he did Rocket Man uh, mm. at the, at, at this week when we went to see him live. And he did. <laughs> so, um... I happened to catch him in the hallway, and I said, "Cos something I've to know my whole life. I said, what is that bit after... Man. And he went, oh, you mean... <laughs> I didn't. And I said, what is that... What do you mean? And he said, no, that's what I say. I go... <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's uh, it's based on an alien language from Alpha Centauri. No, it's not. He said, yeah, he did. He said he hopes <laughs> to become fluent in it one day. But he said, as he admitted himself, <laughs> he thinks it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> anyway... Yes, so um, we are, we won awards this week um, It's very exciting um, For example, I, I suppose, I don't know if this is exactly qualifies as, as this show But sort of We we won um, Best National On-Air Promotion <laughs> For Faces for Radio I don't know if you've seen the Faces for Radio It's pictures of me and Dave Gorman looking like we've just got up And to the Emil. OC And the OC looking like Raffles, the Jewel Thief <laughs> Not a hint of tiredness <laughs> We also won best on-air sponsorship. uh, Mm -hmm. Bedell and Skinner, Sony Ericsson.
2: God, this is depressing. Yeah,
1: it was. um, It's it's a little bit like I I was going to burst into tears, like the Kate Winslet. (laughs) Can't think of gather best. uh, This uh, this but they won the big one. To be fair to Absolute, they won the big one this week, which is um, the Radio Academy 2010 Creative Gold Award, sponsored by Veal Associates.
2: I thought the big one was best street marketing campaign. Oh, well, I must have got that wrong.
1: No. Sponsored by Veal Associates. What are Veal Associates? Brawn? Salami? (laughs) I'm imagining that Veal Associates... If you can imagine that meat is a small town, (laughs) pork, lamb and beef would would be in the centre of town. And then on the outskirts, there'd be the Veal Associates. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? There'd be, um... Or well, what else would there be? Stuff like oh, belly draft. <laughs> you know what I mean? There'd be that area. And um, I can't think of any other odd meats now, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get a barrage of. I like the idea of people texting in meats. There isn't enough of this. Would Ben Jones have people texting in
0: meats? Not on your Nelly. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with more Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. <laughs> oh well. So
1: um, <laughs> yeah, that was um, the ting tings, but that's not my name. That's
2: Can Christ. I just say you did something of an extraordinary dance <laughs> while that was on?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my. Uh, I only ever did that dance to that particular song.
2: It was amazing.
1: Yeah, it should be uh, should be captured for posterity.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only we had a video camera in here.
1: Posterity, in case you don't know, is a is a Bottoms Museum, which is um, is in Eastbourne, isn't it? I think it's an interesting place. <laughs> We've had a text in I don't know Frank. What time it opens. Sorry, Carrie.
2: We've had a text oh. in on eight twelve fifteen from Jack in Redditch. You know, we were talking about excuses and trying to get out of things. Yes, he says hi, Frank. I was once ill in school on a Monday, and over the following weekend, my nan passed away. Oh, Oh. Um, I then had to have the next Monday off for the funeral. Completely true, but my teacher said, "How convenient!" <laughs> she has. You've
1: got to be careful.
2: Yeah, Jack says the teacher had a fall in the playground the week after, so all was well with the world. Jack from Reddit.
1: Well, that, that's a, that's a bit of a twist on the. If you mm. say someone's ill, if you if you condemn someone for for a genuine excuse, then something will befall <laughs> you. You're all right, dear.
2: I'm just, I'm just having a fit. <coughs>
1: You're not going to faint, are
2: you? No.
1: Alright.
2: So there's a me. moment
1: when you faint. There's a moment when you think I could faint or I can't faint. No, I'll faint. You, just, you have to go.
3: You have to go with it. You can say no. <laughs> you just because you've never fainted, it doesn't mean it's not real. Have you fainted? I've never had tuberculosis. I still believe <laughs> have in you it. Not? No. I have. Um, I fainted once at school. There was um, a program on the computer where you programmed a turtle to draw shapes. And you could programme it, so it whizzed off and kept repeating the same shape over and over, and I hadn't had much um, breakfast, and I fainted. Well, no wonder with that um, sensations cocktail going on, (laughs) the
1: no-breakfast twirling (laughs) turtle combo, would I think, would send most people to the ground.
2: I like the fact that he assumed they were linked, the two things.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's strange. How could it not be? We've um, had had a listener who would like us to put his mind at rest. He says... um, Says, Perhaps there won't be any Brandon Flowers this week. If that's the case, could you announce it, please? Then I can enjoy the rest of the show in a more relaxed state.
2: Oh.
1: There will be no... No, I've said no instead of no. Can we do that again, Jeff? You... Live, you say? <laughs> there will be no Brandon Flowers on um, my show this week. OK, I think we've got that out of the way. <laughs> I feel like, it, you know, we had to like I'm announcing the death of Bernard Matthews. It feels like it was a big, terrible thing that, that's happened. But anyway, I can't even... We, we do play Brandon Flowers a lot. Look, I can't... You know, I have no say over the playlist. Relax.
2: Yeah. Hm.
1: Besides, what is it, three minutes? I mean, come on.
2: Make a cup of tea. We've got Rob Deering coming up next, haven't we? And I'm guess aware what? Of that. Yeah, but it's so cold in here, I'm actually embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? You can't invite no, you guests, you You can't see them
1: from here. Uh- <laughs> 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 no, he'll, he'll he's he's very, he's very hardy, Robbie'll be... He's,
2: he's very cheery.
1: He is very cheery, yeah. With his big smile.
2: Oh, lovely big smile, lovely oh, big teeth.
1: That'll be frozen today. I remember I went to um, I went to Iceland with David Badil. The country, not the... Uh, oh. Yeah. And, um... And, um... We had, uh, t- It was 28 below. Wow, that's yeah. chilly. Proper chilly. And, um... We had to smile for pictures, and uh, our teeth froze. <laughs> oh,
0: they? they didn't. The
1: saliva on our teeth froze. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't believe that, would you? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> my mic gone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. There's a little, a little uh, anecdote from my life there, you <laughs> listeners on, who I know love these little nuggets.
2: <laughs>
1: so did Bernard Matthews, I have to say. Oh. He loved a turkey nugget. Oh,
2: it's a shame. Mm. Yeah, It is a shame. Mm. how convenient Yeah, you think, <laughs> you, what what, you think it's an
1: excuse they didn't have enough turkeys ready for Christmas let's, let's come up with a bereavement then we can say obviously production stopped <laughs> I hadn't thought of that Ooh.
0: well yeah, I hope that's true because it, if the, it's true it means Bernard's have, they, have they missed a
1: lot of orders is this why they're doing that's what so it excuse? is, quick, come up with an excuse I've, I've got an idea and it'll be right beautiful <laughs> Claim I've died <laughs> Actually can I just say if any any of the friends or relatives of which is a shame obviously it's, it's, I really liked the he was part of our Turkey a delicious Well I liked him, I liked him on the adverts. I'm not being disrespectful mm. about it. He was a joke, get over it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Matthews, I don't know how you were listening. <laughs> oh god, let's move on quick. I feel we're in uh, we're in turkey trouble.
0: We only have this, this is Frank Skinner.
1: Rob Deering has joined us Yes, good morning Good morning, Rob It's, it's lovely to see you And um, let's get straight into it You're recently
0: turned from Argentina, am I right? That's right I went to Buenos Aires What did you do in Buenos Aires? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked me that Because uh, I was uh, Well, I was falling off things It was uh, Celebrity Total Wipeout How marvellous Yeah
1: Wow Yeah oh, now Who else was, um, who was being wiped out? Chico
0: you?
1: It was Chico time
0: Yeah, that's right Do you know, he can't ask the time because
1: of oh, that, of <laughs> <laughs> He said
0: to he said to a bunch you know, of people, uh, "So when, what time are we having lunch?" And they just all went Chico time. Oh no, he's, he's still left wondering when, how much more shopping he's got. What well, he needs is he needs his own
1: schedule. Yeah, that's and true. Then he could sidestep that whole. Um, yeah, I mean, process.
0: he has. He's got his own schedule. Oh, is it? It's Chico time. Of course it is. Um, I was trying to get him to start saying things like, "It's about a quarter to me." <laughs> but he wouldn't, would No, he? it's not really his way.
1: I wonder if he, if there's any part of Chico that regrets the whole Chico time thing. I don't think so. No, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> you, you've got a lot closer than I ever will. Yeah,
0: he's the world's best Chico. So,
1: uh, we, won't, we won't ask how you did exactly.
0: I'm at, not at liberty I'm, to tell you how No, I did. no,
1: because that's going to spoil people's Christmases. But
0: in a change of subject, have you ever thrown a rag doll at a balloon? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... Yeah.
0: OK, that's fine. Just remember that and that will give you some idea. OK.
1: <laughs> it was part of a pagan ritual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, no, then, then it was different. <laughs> okay. OK.
1: But uh, you, it looks very, very difficult. I mean, near impossible. It's one of those shows. It's like the sort of physical equivalent of Mastermind. It looks virtually impossible.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. I mean, it was uh, nightmarishly difficult. Obviously, I may or may not have been absolutely brilliant. At no, it, I know
1: that. But, but did uh, you get bruises?
0: Um, no, it didn't. It didn't hurt. I oh, think. Really? I think that I'm. I'm quite. I'm good at falling over. I am. It's a, you know. So I just you get you don't fight it. You just let it happen. Have you ever fainted, Rob? Me no, no. Mm. I haven't fainted. I've yeah. passed out.
3: <laughs> oh, hold
0: on! Hold on! It, hold oh, yeah, on. No, is, there, is there
1: a distinct? Is there a uh, distinction?
2: Yes, that's when people are drunk, they pass out. Oh,
1: okay. sorry, there's no. Well, judgment
0: well I here, never, well. I never said that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's
1: that's. Okay. Yeah. Well, that obviously we've all done that, but uh, we're, we're just trying to establish whether there's such a thing as fainting, you know, or order of it's things that people. There is do. a
2: thing. I've, yeah. I, it's happened to me. <laughs> I think
1: it's a decision, isn't it? You make. Oh, yeah, I think. Oh, it's a de- God, well, God, that, it's but not. that's different.
0: that's when you pretend to faint.
1: I think one always pretends to faint. That's my whole point. There is no such thing as a genuine. But isn't
0: there a thing in uh, the the whole thing in fiction and the culture of fainting dates from uh, um, Victorian times, swooning, swooning, and that's around the time when people used to wear bodices and not have rib, have a bottom rib removed, and things like that. So uh, women could be a lot weaker. And, uh, and also have a lot, like really, a dozen children. So, you know, in Jane Austen, when someone faints, they had quite a lot of excuses.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that's big... Uh, I think that's... It's not so much tight clothing, it's because love was so unequivocal in those days. <laughs> <laughs> when um, one swooned, one knew one was swooning for life, whereas now it's, you know... Yeah. You get a bit bored, off you go. Simple yeah, as that. Who's going to faint on those grounds? Anyway, so um, we should we'll talk about this a bit more. But you are on tour at the moment. I
0: am the Rob Deering Experience. Hmm. I wanted to give you the tour title there.
1: In case you've never seen Rob, um, he is uh, not only is he funny, but he's very musical. Yeah, yeah. He's ever at home with a guitar.
0: Yeah, I've embraced that for this tour. This is like me and my band.
1: Except oh, you've got a proper no,
0: band now. No, it's just me. But oh, it's, okay. you know, it's a, I'm the only member, but it's definitely a I nearly
1: fainted when you said that. <laughs> but you see, I didn't. <laughs> um, so you've even, um, uh, anyone who's never been to the Absolute Studios, which let's face it is most people, mm-hmm. um, will not be aware that the, the walls are draped. With celebrity guitars, yeah, nice signed ones. guitars. Yes. Does that Noel Gallagher? That is it a Gretsch? The um, the Union Jack one
0: is it? I didn't look at it. I thought it was a Gibson three three five. Well, I'll <laughs> take your word. I you didn't look at it. Yeah. it. Didn't look at it. Oh well, yeah,
1: yeah, well, no, but you know those kind of things. I feel now I've made, I've made a bit of a Gretsch fool of myself.
2: <laughs> he knows what he's doing. This yeah.
1: one, I think I got mixed up with Gretchen Franklin. <laughs> Gretchen <laughs> Franklin, uh, yeah, exactly. It was no, mentioned in a fall song? Is that <laughs> what that reference is? Don't worry, so, no you, regret. <laughs> Oh. I'm liking it, I'm liking I it. I played
0: a Gretch country squire once, made Did in you? 1929.
1: I once read the diary of an Edwardian lady. Does that count?
0: <laughs> I, I once ate six Mars bars in half an hour. Did you? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary
2: I, lie, Rob. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> it was from, from "Preposterous Tales in the Lives of Ken Mackenzie" by uh, I, I, I Ludicrous. I am. Um, <laughs> I had three about...
1: Mars bars in uh, four minutes. What happened to Marion Fife? It does not oh, seem to be in the news God. anymore. We'll be back with more um, uh, <laughs> Rob uh, Rob Deering in just a second. Welcome, to Skinner.
0: Frank Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Welcome, to Frank.
2: Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, Elaine in London has said, um, Hi, Frank, I'm an optometrist and I've had five people faint on me. Four of them were men after having contact lenses in. So you're wrong. Yeah, but that,
1: isn't that a bit suspicious as well? Oh, I've dropped onto the pretty optometrist with my, <laughs> now that my eyesight has improved.
0: I remember a, a story of someone who fainted who wouldn't have wanted to faint, so he probably did, if you see what I mean. Okay. It, you, can't,
1: you can't be that enigmatic.
0: I'm going to tell you, my friend... <laughs> you uh, <gone> esque <laughs> I want to be alone. My friend uh, Tom at university on like the first day when everyone had just met each other went down to the sports centre to have his blood pressure checked, mm. and in front of a queue of everyone in our year, um, they pumped up the thing on his arm, and uh, and he part- he fainted uh, clean away onto the floor, and he evacuated his uh, <laughs> bladder and bowel.
2: What? Wow.
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's not. wasn't, so he, he, wasn't he just a bit of a character?
2: <laughs> <laughs> can I say, Frank? I like the way Rob went a little bit Holby Doctor there. I like that. Yeah, the way he talked about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's right. Vaccinated that, his uh, <laughs> yeah, stat could, again. That was a man desperate for the toilet. Thought, how can I? <laughs> how can I do this? I'll combine it with a mock faint. I tell you something. I wish Julian McKeith had gone the whole.
0: <laughs> she, that would have made it convincing. She had gone, I wish
1: she'd gone for both barrels, that and would she have been, could have investigated herself just after. Now I, I need to ask you something, Rob. Is it true? And feel feel free to say that it isn't that you've had a what one might call a sort of paranormal experience on this tour that you're on.
0: Are <laughs> uh, uh, you talking about haunted toilets? I am talking about
1: haunted toilets.
0: <laughs> no, um, no it, was just a bit, it was just a bit scary. It wasn't paranormal as such. I was at the White Rock Theatre in Hastings, which seems weird to specify, you know, because there aren't that many. Oh, no, but they, <laughs> in a
1: ghost story, they always give you a little bit of specifics to get, make it yeah, more real. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, they said that, they just kept mentioning it. It was last weekend, and it was, you know, it was already getting a bit cold, mm. and, uh, and it's, a, it's a big place. We had a nice... I it was, it was in the sort of room downstairs, a nice audience, but the, the whole rest of the theatre was kind of empty. Mm. and uh, because little jimmy osmond what isn't there yet i don't know if that started yet but um uh, what was his uh, excuse uh he was in liverpool catching up with an old flame (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: uh,
0: yeah they just said oh this place is a bit haunted i don't know why they mentioned it they kept saying oh yeah there's a couple of ghosts here i was like yeah 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 and then twice while i was there because i was there for a few hours i went to the toilet Mm. and both times the there was no light on in quite big toilet blocks yeah uh complete in complete darkness complete darkness yeah i mean i really aside from the paranormal issues i had to be very careful of course and uh and uh you know they just would say oh yeah it's up there two flights up that way you help yourself a lot of ghosts in this place and then you know that's all i need to do then is go and have a wee in the dark thinking about whether <laughs> it was haunted yeah and then in the second one i turned around and there was a big mirror in the darkness behind me so a, a huge dark figure loomed out oh, over the sink. oh god seat. oh i hate it when that happens thank god you're in a toilet yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's where the ghost thing came from the darkened mirror
0: yeah i mean uh, uh, i think that because i was confident that that was my reflection and I yes. Got over
1: that. yes <laughs> um i think- you don't normally look like a little old victorian lady <laughs> <laughs>
0: no you don't get that perhaps if i fainted more yeah
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
0: it's a stitch back let me write that down <laughs> yeah, so well, that's so you, you're not convinced. No, no, it was more they more gave me the willies. It wasn't. The, I don't think there's any. Okay, well, we'll leave that right now. <laughs> you know, I've, I've it, I try think people are very dismissive of the whole ghost thing. They are. Yeah. I sense that you might be one of them. No, not right? really. I'm quite into it, but I don't want to. I don't want people thinking I'm I'm, I'm silly. I'm
2: like into it, like it's Radiohead.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm into <laughs> ghosts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people
1: are mega into it. Well, only last week we was talking to Rhys Shearsmith about. I, actually, though he's in a play about ghosts, I don't think he actually believes. That was the sense I got. Mm. We're going to talk more about Rob Deering's tour in a minute. Mm. So I want to find out where we can see Rob Deering in the in the near future.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute
1: Radio. Rob um, does a quiz called Beat This, mm-hmm. which is sort of a pop quiz, but with nothing except you, if you know what I mean, and the contestants. That You
0: are a sort of music machine. Yeah, it's all live, that's the, that's the fun bit.
1: So Rob plays guitar, and you have to try and recognise stuff, and that it's it's very great fun to play. I competed in it quite recently, and may I say Rob's a bit strict as a question master. Have I, right. <laughs> oh, is you know, he? Rob, I think Rob is a very genial chap, but yeah. on the night you was saying, look, I don't want any, don't want any of that. <laughs> no, no. No conferring. No, I'm serious. No conferring, really. I like a man who takes a quiz. Well, if Absolutely. you're going to play
0: a game, you've got to play it right.
1: I totally agree with that. Yeah. I've had some big rows with people about board games and stuff like that. Yeah, got Because you've got to be in it to win it.
0: Well, what's the point otherwise? You know, you do it for fun, but the best way to have fun is you do it properly. Exactly.
1: Yeah? I'm, I'm with you, totally. If you
0: cheat, you're just cheating yourself. I also agree with <laughs> that. <laughs> and then brilliant. the person you're cheating... <laughs> And yeah, obviously yeah. Cheating, yeah. and you're cheating yourself into winning. Mm. Whereas they you're yeah. they're being cheated they're being and cheated losing without winning.
1: deciding to well, cheat. Well we don't them. know that they're losing, it might be cheating as a last last effort on your way to losing yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah so you're just trying to win a bit of your self respect. Well, it's, it's like
1: you've lost everything.
0: Well what kind of self respect have you got if you're cheating? None.
2: Oh I've got plenty, thank you very much. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: well, well good you, luck with that.
1: You've got none with your regular mock fainting.
2: <laughs> so, um, so where can we
1: see you, Rob?
0: You, if you're in London, you can see me on my only London date of this tour tonight at the Mildmay Club in N16, Stoke Newington. Yeah, anywhere near the fabulous cemetery? It's uh, it's not that near. It's oh. closer to uh, Islington than that.
1: I l- I like a nice cemetery, and that's a beauty. Abney Park, Newington, yeah, is, where yeah.
0: the uh, Booths who started the Salvation Army are. Uh, oh, really? Interred. Oh, wow. Is that right? Because yeah. I
1: thought the um, the Salvation Army bloke was buried in Bon Hill Cemetery, where William Blake, um, Daniel Defoe and John Bunyan lie. I'm
2: pretty I can't sure believe we're discussing cemeteries I've on Absolute the Radio. The
1: there isn't enough cemetery talk on commercial radio. I've said that. If I've said that once, I've said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> So what else are you up to, Rob? Uh, You're a man who rarely rests on the work front. No, I, right? I keep them
0: busy. I've got lots of gigs between now and Christmas, but the tour is... There's two more dates. There's one in Fairham and one in Portsmouth, and they'll be fun. And then it's Christmas gigs. Mainly I'll be in Brighton.
1: So, you, I, I, as I say, I think of you as a very musical man, but it just occurs to me. I don't really know things like what your favourite band is and stuff like that. You seem to be a man... You seem to be a musical everyman.
0: Yeah, I'm eclectic, but they're, uh, off, I tend to, you know, I try and do jokes about the canon, you know, songs everyone's going to uh, relate to. But, but when, well, you're,
1: when you're alone...
0: Yeah, I listen to... It. It's still pretty diverse, but much more obscure. I like a bit of Bleepy Bleepy music, film music, John Barry, Flaming Lips, uh-huh. like Your Fall, uh-huh. very nice, when I'm in the mood. Yeah. yeah. They made a lot of records. But, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> there's, I'm all over the place. I'm a magpie. It's pick and mix for me. Yeah,
1: You're actually a magpie. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah, give me a salute because oh, there's, oh, there's salute only one of it I, <laughs> only one. I bring you sorrow pr- You
1: bring sorrow <laughs> to my show <laughs> With your long your hair and your eyes
3: blue Only thing I ever get from you
0: Join in. Is
1: sorrow, sor-row. Everybody, come oh, on, let me hear
0: sor-row. Oh, I'm loving it Do you well, know that uh, Bowie wrote Golden Years for Frank Sinatra? No. Yeah. True fact. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Do you know that Elton John wrote Tiny Dancer for Wayne Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he kept that under his hat. I'll tell you what else he keeps under his hat. No, he won't go into that. <laughs> so, look, Rob, it's been absolutely um, fabulous uh, talking to you, as ever. You're, you're such a nice man. Oh, oh no, I love you. I love him. So, go and see Rob. He's no, very you. funny. And if you love comedy, you'll love him. If you love music and comedy, you'll double love him. Uh, that was Rob Deering. This, this is Frank
0: Skinner. Absolute. Radio. Frank,
2: right, we've had some texts in on 8.12.15. We've got a pavement racing text. This could be one of my favourites. Frank, I realise that I too am a pavement racer. You see, again,
1: he's insisting on pavement racing. <laughs> the, sh- the, the, the lunatics have taken over the asylum. <laughs>
2: But I do it with a sack truck with a lot of mail and freight on it delivering around the city of Adelaide in South Australia and I burn people with briefcases and satchels <laughs> all day, every day. Does that mean I'm in some kind of heavyweight division of pavement racing?
1: Yeah, you are. I mean, that's, that's an impe- A sack trunk is one of those things you push, isn't it? That looks like that. Yes, yeah, that's right. So it, there's no mechanical aid. I, no, I'd say that he's, 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 that's handicap um, racing.
2: He does say, Al, his name is, as you are the godfather of modern-day PR, any yes. information would be great.
1: <laughs> yes. Do you think he was... Uh, that should be for Charles Sartre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm very glad to... it. What I like now, we're starting off talking... I want to start calling it pavement racing as well. Mm. we started starting off talking about, you know, the, the standard stuff I'm doing, and there's been people that... Uh, there's
3: variations. <laughs> we've, Smashing. We've got a um, fainting email from Corporal Paul. <gasps>
2: He oh, sa- corporal.
3: <laughs> he says, I see where you're coming from, Frank, with the no fainting thing, but it does exist. Uh, I fainted while on the parade ground in the army, and the bayonet on the end of my rifle went through the top of my shoulder. <gasps> I've not fainted since. Well, oh. I mean, he could have lost an entire epaulette.
2: And where so it, where he is he based? He's
3: currently where? listening with the lads in the guard room in Cyprus.
2: Oh, hi, lads. <laughs> oh, calm, hi, down. Lads. calm down. Oh, I love those lads.
3: Um, the guard room, isn't that the prison? I think it's the room for the guards. Oh, I don't no. want
2: I don't oh, want prisoners. They say, don't they... Don't you get...
1: I think they might.
2: I don't want prisoners, I don't want I, want I don't want to do them
1: a disservice, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't I'm, want to do them
3: a dismilitary service. <laughs> I hate to say it, Frank, but this sort of backs up your theory because he says that he fainted and then the bayonet went through his shoulder and then he's not fainted since. No. Oh. Well, well basically, the, the question is: I, I suspect, <laughs> I suspect,
1: he didn't hit the ground because he, that, you know the support thing. He was like a tripod, <laughs> suspended there.
2: It was like a camera. Yeah. Um. Oh, yes, yeah. that's what tripods are often beneath. <laughs> oh
1: dear. What else? Okay, Nothing I'll tell else. you something.
2: Well, I've, I've got something else actually, because we've had two oh, conversions goodness. today.
1: Have you? Mm. There was The Loft, and what was the other one? (laughs) I wonder why we had those posts. Oh, and I'd become a Presbyterian. (laughs) I remember. I forgot that one completely.
2: Hi, Frank. You've totally converted me to The Fall.
1: Can you please let me
2: know from which album White Lightning is taken from? And dear Frank, I'm 14, and I've been converted to The Ways of the Fall, and of course, Emily is gorgeous. Oh, I love that. That's
1: a good question, which album is White Lightning from? Mm. I played White Lightning because I saw The Fall on, on Tuesday night, in um, Camden Town, in London, and they ended with White Lightning. That was their, uh, oh. their so that I thought that would be. Apt. I was going to play Mazzarino's Daughter, which they played which is from the album Dragnet, and they haven't played for many years apart from this last week. Mm. But, um, but you know, you I was, know told, what, I was like, told it wasn't suitable for Saturday morning listening. Oh. Can you so did that? you enjoy the fall gig? No, so I played the Frog Chorus by Paul McCartney. <laughs> now maybe everyone's happy. Yes, I did. I'll tell you what, though, I went to, first of all, on my way mm. to the fall gig, I went to the the King James Bible launch, which I think I told you about oh, last wow. week. Extraordinary and,
2: uh, cocktail. Yes.
1: Um, the Duke of Edinburgh was there. <laughs> And um, he didn't speak, the Duke of Edinburgh. Oh,
2: that's just for really... the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got up and he stood right by the microphone, and they gave him a free Bible, and everyone thought he was going to speak. and Then he he walked off the stage. Did he? I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, you know they say he's going to. He's winding down now next year because he's 19 in June. He's going to stop doing public. Oh, is he? I think he's going to do a few completely mute <laughs> public performances as as a wind down, just to get him used mm. to him not being there. Lime. Yeah and then he said yeah he did, he did do a thing that he was being pulled by an imaginary rope
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think represented the state um, but anyway white lining is from the album Shift Work
1: oh it's, is it thank you very much uh, oh I, I love that you know it's like living in a, a sort of Google world anyway the old Bible thing was very interesting was it I met a man um,
2: what did they serve what are the nibbles like at these things
1: um, well, they brought out all these um, bottles of water, but, oh you know, God. within ten minutes, it was a lovely Beaujolais. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I met, um, I met Professor, and there was loaves and fishes. I thought, that won't be enough for oh. all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm stuffed, I said. That'll do me with a loaves. I couldn't eat it. Look at all the crumbs. Anyway, I met Professor Gordon Campbell. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Was um,
2: <laughs> he hello, hello? <laughs>
1: no, he, oh. uh, he he's got a very long beard. Always oh. Oh, got a long beard, but he he wrote a book um, about about the King James Bible, and uh, he knows all about it. Yeah, do you know that they, they printed know. a version that had a misprint in it that uh-huh. said um, they missed the knot out of "Thou shalt not commit <laughs> adultery." <laughs> It's absolutely true.
3: Very popular edition.
1: Yeah. Very popular edition, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do if the that's one the that's one...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the
1: one they gave the Duke of Edinburgh? Do you think? That's that the one he... they oh.
2: always put in hotel rooms, I reckon.
1: It's <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> the Duke of Edinburgh's been given that one, well, it means he, now, he can now go and commit doctor <laughs> if he wants to. He's got the paperwork. So you went to the fall at, after the Bible thing? I went, yeah, I asked if anyone wanted a lift to the fall gig,
3: and um, you, funnily enough, no usually one you ha- Usually you have the fall at the start of the Bible. Very good. Oh. That's brilliant. Oh. That's, good.
1: that's brilliant. You should have Absolutely ended. Absolutely brilliant. You
3: could do that. Have the fall to open and then end by watching the film Armageddon. <laughs> and it'd be perfect. What
1: you've got? Not as good. Mm. Not as good. Should <laughs> <have> stopped halfway. <laughs> <while I'm> <laughs> One of those he's gone men- too far. Yeah, that's what he's done. Anyway, our guest. That- oh, can I just say, Timothy West got up and read a large chunk of um, Matthew's Gospel. Uh, judge ye not, for, for as ye judge, so shall you be judged which, to be honest, if I'd have been paid last week I would have said to uh, Simon Cowell um, Anyway, he read all that out and he read a whole, lovely in his actor's voice a whole chunk of Matthew's Gospel and I said to this chap, I said, what did you think of that? He said it was a bit retro you <laughs> <laughs> I mean by that, it was a bit retro, it's the Bible Anyway, next week our guest is Lee Mack, how good is that? Uh, Not not the Weekend podcast is available on Wednesday I'm I'm plugging the Not the Weekend Don't ever interrupt me when I'm doing that (laughs) Original, uh, different material from this show You can only hear it on our podcast So that's on Wednesday, that'll be available Ben Jones is next Is there anything else? Oh, there goes goes Elton in his little uh, piano type train (laughs) Boy. Boy. Yes, exactly. See ya. Take care of yourself. Shall we
3: do a standing ovation? We did a lot of standing ovations. I'll oh, let him pass
1: first. <laughs> let him pass. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff. I've never done so much standing yeah, in, in my stand- life. Anyway, um, it's, it, it's Jones time. I think that's what we should say. It's been um, lovely um, being on today, as it always is. And uh, God bless you all. Good day to you.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With Treeball Soft Mints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolutely.